0: I think for me, I just am more of an optimistic person, so I try not to get discouraged. I mean, I think every business owner probably had a little bit of a stress headache the first couple weeks, and which is completely understandable. So for me, I just kind of like take it as there's nothing I can do about the situation at hand. I can't change any governor's laws. All I can do is what I can do specifically, like that group I created. Welcome to East Idaho Entrepreneurs Podcast,
1: inspiring stories from local people and businesses you likely already know and trust. Here is your host, third-generation family business entrepreneur, Renee Oswald. Welcome back to another episode of East Idaho Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you are a new listener, I'm so glad to have you here on this show. I interview local business owners, entrepreneurs, and influencers and learn their origin stories. I love getting to know our local business people better and being inspired by their journeys. Today, my guest is a local businessman and professional who has has so many ideas we're fortunate to benefit from and that we'll learn about today. So welcome Cordell Pickering of Apex Fitness and Performance and Pick PT. Thank you. It's good to have you on the show.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: So we are at the gym. So if you hear all sorts of banging and music, <laughs> understand that there's some work going on out there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Cordell, you are a very busy guy. You have two businesses, um, one in Idle Falls and one in Rexburg. So I understand that the one in Idle Falls is Apex, the gym that we're at, but you also yes. have your physical therapy. Um, you Pick- also do physical therapy here. Yes. Uh-huh. Pick PT. Yep. And then you have Pick PT in Rexburg. Yes. And then recently you also started a pretty popular Facebook group called Stand Up To COVID-19, Support East Idaho Local Business.
0: Yes, that's correct.
1: Well, I feel lucky to pin you down. So tell me about your businesses.
0: So I'll start off with uh, PT Physical Therapy. So my story with them is that they opened, or we opened in December of 2019. So I opened my first location in Rexburg. Uh, it's been a great experience. Um, COVID-19 has been something that's kind of been an uh, interesting experience as a new business owner.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Um, especially BYU-Idaho, um, they when they went online, um, it's been interesting because I lost some patients that were students. But, you know, we've been able to get through that and have kind of normalized now, um, especially since physical therapy is an essential work. So I still have been able to see, I was still able to see patients at that time. So. Uh, but it, yeah, it's been a great experience. The story behind Pick PT Physical Therapy, um, so I've always wanted, to, I always knew I wanted to start a physical therapy business. Even when I was 16 years of age, um, went to Bonneville High School, did a English report, and the, our teacher at the time said, hey, find a profession that you're interested in. And I kind of take it a little bit more serious with that. And I looked and found physical therapy and it showed the projections down the road were really good for physical therapy and this has been you know over 10 years ago when i saw that and so when i got done with school i started a pt practice uh three months out, out outside of uh, getting my doctorate in physical therapy so that's not very common for a new physical therapist to do that um, but i i had a mentor that was motivating me and trying to get me to go up there and do that. And so-
1: And that's in Rexburg. So did you just graduate in 19? uh,
0: So I graduated in uh, 2019, Uh, no, 2018. It's been a couple, it's coming up, it's two years now. Yeah, in physical therapy. So Mm -hmm. I went to Utah State University, for my undergrad, and then I went to Arizona for my doctorate at AT Still University. Got so, it. graduated from there. I worked at uh, one PT clinic for a couple months, but I had you know something kind of in the works with the location in Rexburg that I was considering doing. So, I um, left that location that I was at, opened a location in Rexburg, and then started PIC PT physical therapy. So, and the reason some people are like, you know, the first time I started telling some people about PIC PT physical therapy is. Especially when I said it fast, I said "pig PT" and they th- thought I said "pig PT physical therapy." And I, I tell everyone, I said, "Hey, yeah, we have barbecue every Friday. If you got a tight hammy, we can stretch out your hammy." So um, now I enunciate the "ick" at the end, Pick. so it's yeah, pig. So my last name is Pickering, but within physical therapy, there is, a, or just in the U.S., there's an opioid epidemic. So a lot of people that. I've been dying from opioids, and there's been a pushback where doctors have been trying to refer to physical therapy first. So I've been trying to help people pick PT first to help with that. Um, I also want to try to create a good atmosphere where we're for our communities, where we're picked first in our communities, and for our employees as well. So um, that's kind of the reason why I started Pick PT. Yeah, it all been, goes together. Yeah, it's I like all, it. yeah. So it's it's a good name. So. Um, yep, started there and...
1: And how come Rexburg?
0: So the reason for Rexburg was because um, there was a doctor's office that they specialize in spine, um, Eastern Idaho Spine and Sports, and they were looking for someone that was more specific into spine. Treatment and I had a lot of experience with a specialty within the spine called the mckenzie method So I've been trained in the mckenzie method. I know it very well so they were looking for someone that does rehab like I do so and The motto of our company is live life moving so the evidence for treating people with like back pain is Very strongly with movement like you need to move if you hurt your back it's good to rest for like 24 to 48 hours but then after that you need to get up and start moving so that's the main reason why i started a location out there um here in Idaho falls there's a couple clinics that specialize in the mckenzie method so there wasn't really that market that i could get in and tap into so i knew in Rexburg there wasn't and there's not very many clinics up in Rexburg as well so that's the main reason why i opened out there as well as um, the other reason is I do vestibular rehab so I specialize in vestibular rehab I've gotten certified in which doing is that. balance yeah so that has to deal with your inner ear so a lot of people that they sometimes they'll get up in the morning they'll sit up the world will be spinning yeah and so they'll go to the ER and they'll get all this testing done and then it turns out they'll have a condition called BPPV which is the most common condition you can have for vestibular issues which in regards to the inner ear and a lot of people don't know physical therapists treat Vestibular issues or inner ear issues, so. I specialized in that. I work with a lot of ENTs in the local area. Um, just yesterday, I actually had a patient from Victor um, that they went to a hospital in Jackson Hall and they had an inner ear issue and they, they didn't know where to go and they were able to find my location in Rexburg. So I saw them wow. in Rexburg. Wow, referred
1: and, you over the mountain. Yeah, yeah. So, okay.
0: So that's basically the main thing for the reason why I decided to go up in Rexburg.
1: Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And although you do treat patients here in Idaho Falls as well.
0: Yeah, so that kind of brings me to the Idaho Falls location. So. I I also expanded to the Idaho Falls location um, in probably November. So I purchased, we we bought out Apex Fitness and Performance by a previous owner and we I decided to do physical therapy out of this location. So we have two evaluation rooms at this location and this setting is a very different setting than a typical physical therapy office Um, like my Rexburg location it's like Rexburg location you have an office and then a carpeted gym area and some tables and an eval room but here at Apex and Fitness and Performance it's very different it's mainly you know two small evaluation rooms and then a huge gym area so because you and know, not
1: and not your typical gym like no. the, i didn't see any recumbent bikes or anything yeah we there. do. Have,
0: well we do have like one upstairs <laughs> upstairs but, but we have like 135 pound dumbbells right exactly so and we have a lot of platforms for deadlift or powerlift or uh, uh squats so and that's a very important part of physical therapy really is a big issue in the physical therapy world is a lot of people actually don't get stressed enough like they don't do enough so especially for back patients they have low back issues um, a lot of people have pain with sitting and they're at their job and they have pain with sitting and a lot of issues is uh, an endurance issue in their spine so they may have okay strength in it but they need a lot of endurance in their spine so doing uh planking and and we have a chair that's called a roman chair where people hold themselves their backs up for two minutes is what you should be able to do it to and i find most patients or people aren't able to do that so yeah. definitely a different type of gym but it, i've really enjoyed it because the patient population has been different here i've treated power lifters and crossfitters and a few different type of settings that you more active people so it's been a good experience to be able to see some patients here in the auto falls location so i will be here more often I've been in Rexburg full time but I'm gonna be transitioning in the near future to being here more often and only up in Rexburg like twice a week to see more of my vestibular patients and more specific patients that demand to see me. So,
1: but you're adding somebody to your team right? Yeah would, yeah.
0: yeah so and and also in uh, Rexburg, I have another physical therapist and I'm adding a third physical therapist. So uh, he's great. He's gonna be going up there um, starting next week and he's gonna start seeing patients and he does a great job because while he was doing his doctorate in physical therapy, he did a rotation on my clinic for 10 weeks and he he's from Rigby, He just- he's Local kid? Do, yeah, local kid. So
1: is it pretty, um, in the therapy physical therapy world, is it pretty much, requirement now that you get your doctorate
0: yeah yeah so most in order to do much yeah most pretty much all PT schools require a doctorate so Mm -hmm. you can have a master's um, and even some of the older um, physical therapists have even a bachelor's degree so it's come a a long way and not only that for a doctorate but you can also do a a residency program so you can do a one-year residency program even after you get done with three years of your doctorate for physical therapy so Um, You don't have to, but, and it's starting to transition where more people are doing that just so, because when you get done with physical therapy school, you're more of a general physical therapist and it's good to be, once you do a year of a residency, then you're even more prepared to be, yeah, and that makes a huge difference because people for, you know, it's, people nowadays, they're wanting to look online and they want someone that's the best in this specific thing. So for example, that patient that came to see me for vestibular, he went to a different city, but he saw that I was specialized in, and they don't want to just see a generalist. That's what they told me. They want to see someone that's up to date on the current um, research in vestibular rehabs. So, right. Yeah. Right. Makes
1: sense. Yeah. So how does that Translate to becoming a business owner? I mean, because it sounds like you're pretty ambitious, but not every DPT decides to have a business.
0: Yeah, I think it's more uncommon actually in the physical therapy (laughs) world. A lot of physical therapists typically don't want to do that. They're more interested in um, being an employee, helping their patients, and they're not interested in doing the business side of things. They're more interested in just helping people. The nice thing with the business is you can help people, and if you have an interest in the business side of things, you can. So for me, it, it really comes down to how I grew up. I mean, my parents, opened, or they own multiple businesses, and I grew up in an environment of, of being with a business family so talking about business on sunday is not an uncommon thing so the only thing now is as we've gotten older is sometimes we have to be like okay we need the
1: we you know, need to actually just have family yeah, in that exactly. business. Have family I can time. relate to that because now having both of our sons work in our business, oftentimes when we're together as a family, yeah. it's about business and I'm okay with that. But yeah. Kevin's like, I do not want to talk about this yeah. anymore.
0: Yeah, well and, and for us, I mean, our last name is the Pickerings, and some people call us the Bickering Pickerings. <laughs> and so, so we we yeah, so sometimes we it's good to just You can do get a little
1: Mhm. I understand that. Yeah okay so yeah your family has had um, several different businesses yeah Uh, and so when you were thinking about being a physical therapist was it always on your mind that yeah I'll go get my physical therapist and open my own business is that how you always thought
0: yeah so when I was 16 I knew I was gonna start and you know and some people ask me like well why aren't you just doing the family business and I do want to be involved in the family business but when I grew up, my dad was working always like weekends yeah. and holidays
1: because he was running the tow truck.
0: Yeah, so our family we own Sunkist Towing, Lindsay Towing, and a few other uh, towing companies in the local areas um, on e- in East Idaho. And so the like our one of our busiest days is like. You know, Christmas yeah, Day sure. can be a very busy day, or Memorial Weekend, or July 4th.
1: Our holidays are your busiest days. Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm.
0: we're, we're bringing people in. Or when there's a bad storm, we're very busy. So um, towing is something that's, uh, it's like, it's a difficult profession. It's fun, it's rewarding, because you can help people um, that are stranded on the road. Um, I mean, I've had so many experiences in the past where I've had people just like, so much gratitude and you know that in the mechanics side of things where sometimes if you come in, have someone come in on the weekend to fix something and they're just trying to get on the road. So it's very rewarding, but it's, it's a tough, it's a tough profession. So especially on correlating with physical therapy, like I've had back pain for a long time and I've been able to treat it and handle it really well but I've had multiple my brothers and my dad have have a history of back issues so I've enjoyed to see the correlation between physical therapy and towing and making sure that people don't hurt themselves in towing because the research is, is if you do too much you're going to have back issues but if you do too little you're going to have back issues like a sedentary lifestyle or yeah, work right, so right. it's good to have a happy medium
1: well it is kind of an occupational injury in the automotive world to have something wrong with your back Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thankfully we're, we've been you know missing that but That's good. on occasion kevin will have that Come along, and I'm like, yeah. I guess that just comes with the, with the territory. But if he does, he can always
0: come see now me.
1: Now we know, absolutely. <laughs> well, send him right over. You'll have this little insight into the world because you've lived it. You understand. Yeah, exactly. And
0: yeah. I, I relate to a lot of my patients that have, kind of blue collar, hardworking jobs because them, they find me relatable. So and I don't think that's as common in the PT world as well because I'm I tell a lot of my patients that I'm a PT by day and a in by night. So. <laughs>
1: well and you didn't tell me that I had to call you Dr. Pickering.
0: Oh. No, so that's okay.
1: <laughs> no, but I'm saying that's a good thing, right? Because yeah, you're yeah. not like I'm Dr. Pickering. <laughs> yeah,
0: well yeah, it's no problem.
1: <laughs> right. I'm kidding you, of yeah. course. All right. So tell me a little bit about this Facebook group. What was the inspiration to start that um And remind me what what it's called.
0: Yeah, so the Facebook page is called Stand Up to COVID-19 Support East Idaho Local Businesses. And for anyone listening, I highly recommend that you join the group and invite your friends and family to join the group. So the reason why I started this group was because when COVID started, COVID-19 started, I was noticing that there was a lot of uh, just business owners that were kind of confused and stressed out. They didn't know what to do. Uh, I had a, a local restaurant that I contacted because I wanted to give gift cards to a, a lot of my favorite local restaurants. And I was like, "Please don't, don't leave." Yeah, I, right. I, I can't. Want you to I, stay. I,
1: I need you. Yes. Yeah.
0: I, yeah. So uh, there was uh, quite a few that I contacted, and there was one specifically that I contacted, and they never like I called, they didn't pick up, and I messaged them on Facebook, and it was like a couple days later that they got back to me, almost surprised that I messaged them. And they said, yeah. Because they
1: dropped off the face of the yeah, earth. Yeah, they
0: closed their business. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even have to close down. They were a restaurant, and they could have st- still done carry yeah, out. To go. But they got confused, and they closed down. And they're a business that's only been in business for about two years. There's their, They had two locations. They had one location in Driggs, and they were telling me, due to their probably not being very much tourism throughout the summer, that they were probably going to have to permanently close that down. Uh, and so they had this location. And, and I remember going in to get a gift card because they, they – the owner went to the restaurant and unlocked the door to let me get a gift card because it's like yeah if you want to give me money for a gift card I'd be happy to do that and he i just remember he was really stressed out he didn't know what to do and so i mentioned to him i said yes well i have this idea this group i might be doing so um i told him about it and i said i'll send you a message once i get it figured out so i did i started the group and it's it just increased pretty quick so i think we've i started the group in hmm, april maybe maybe may i don't remember specifically but we're at like 5200 members right yeah. now so yeah. it kind of grew pretty quick yeah. and i was my goal was 100,000, so we got a little ways to go Yeah, but anyway um i messaged them and then after that they got a lot of support i mean they had we i posted my two favorite restaurants on the group and they had 60 comments a lot of people are like well how can i get food from this place and so yeah they they and i talked to the business owners after a few weeks and they were like yeah we got things back going going again we're doing carry out and they were just really appreciative and i i for me i'm not tuning my own horn i'm just happy to help out a local business owner because i understand you know, at my physical therapy clinic in Rexburg, when I lost a lot of my students, it was like, oh, this is kind of stressful. But I don't even have to be closed. I mean, there was salons that had to be completely closed. And that's so stressful to deal with that stuff. So I created the group to try to bring good information, because there's a lot of misinformation out there, to provide good information to a group and allow a platform for business owners to advertise, and as well as other community people to help support those businesses and Mm -hmm. I've been I've had lots of people that have messaged private messaged me and said yeah Thank you so much. This has been very helpful to my business Um, as well in the group. We were doing um, Interviews with local businesses one of my friends. um, He started doing a lot of zoom videos So I don't know how many zoom videos we did. We probably did like 40 or 50 zoom videos with local businesses Just just wanted them to tell us about how COVID-19 has affected their business, how can the community help them. Um, So it's, yeah, it's it's been a good group. So I really encourage everyone to join that group because it's good to help out East Idaho.
1: So where do you you see that group going after, I mean-
0: After COVID-19. Well, I
1: mean, I realize who knows how this is going to play out and we may, heaven forbid, we are back into a closure state again, Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we all i don't know but for myself i'm kind of feeling the weight lifted a little bit yeah it you does know feel like, like life that. is coming back a mm-hmm, little no, yes. are you seeing as much traffic to your site uh
0: so it has slowed down a little bit but there's still been steady traffic and my goal with the group is after we're going to keep it stand up to COVID 19 for as long as possible until that we know like okay this is under control we don't have to worry about it as much so and yeah we'll continue to grow it as much as we can um and the after this is over i'm going to take the stand up to covid19 off and it's just going to be support Support. Mm -hmm. yeah and we just keep on growing and keep on doing support with it so yeah i definitely the the thing that's going to make the most effective is the amount of people in the group so there was another uh facebook member that i contacted and i think it was in oklahoma and they had one too so that was how i got the name of it i saw another smart yeah another state and they had twenty-eight thousand people in their group and so i kind of asked them about those things and they said yeah as the group grows it's going to be able to benefit the community more so it's that's what i'm hoping for increase the group and then we'll just keep it going after covid so
1: is it open if i wanted to post something there about oswald service yeah I could just say hey here's something that we're doing come and see us
0: yeah yeah that's all you need to do and the good thing about it too is you can actually have your page join the group so you as a member can be a part of the group but you can have your page join the group so you can advertise as Oswald. Service. So our yeah. only thing though is uh, we just want to make sure that people aren't posting more than twice a week for their business because we don't want there to be spamming. Yeah, right. Um, so that, yeah, but that's great.
1: It's my personal platform to promote my business. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I ha- yeah, we can all have our own personal platforms. We'll just use yours as this yeah. community one yeah. a little more sparingly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's kind of fun. What's the, what's the neatest thing you've seen happen as a result of that group?
0: Um, honestly, that restaurant, that was the neatest thing. I mean, they just, they even, so it was a sushi place. uh, It was called Sushi Time, and I'm a big fan of it, so um we oh there was another group i got to make sure i mentioned so Idle falls food to go is another group that i'm associated with so valerie smith is the one that started that one and her and i kind of touched base and we were going to do stuff help out each other so did
1: you just do this independently and then decide oh i should get together yeah so
0: i saw her group and i said "Mm, i like her content that's good and the i was hoping the east idol local businesses would be a general platform for local businesses and then for restaurants because a lot of people were requesting restaurants that she could kind of focus more specifically on restaurants so she's done a great job she's gone and done
1: yes, i don't she, even know how many tons of videos yeah, yeah tons
0: of videos and at sushi time she went over there because i said hey let's do a video over there and we we're able to see the owner do sushi and make it so it was a good experience and and the owners were kind of um, the owner's daughter was joking about. I mentioned to her that I was like, "Well, now you guys have the name of sushi after me, and it's gotta be <laughs> called the pick and roll sushi." I love so, it. So yeah, but no, <laughs> I, I was yeah. We I was just that was a great experience, and I really enjoyed seeing that. Um, yeah, there was another business, the Niche, which is a Pilates studio, and um, yeah, Nikki Till's the owner of that, and she was another place. She was shut down, and I was able to see some. I was like helping her out like yeah. saying because this is, she, yeah. i really like her place i've referred um people over to her patients because she works on pilates which is really there's evidence just shown yoga and pilates are very beneficial for uh, treating back pain so that let uh, a lot
1: of core stuff e- go exactly mm-hmm. yeah which is
0: extremely important and stabilizing and pr- reducing pain in the spine so yeah yeah th- but i've seen lots of good experiences in general on the group
1: How, have you had anything negative
0: um so the only thing that i've seen that's been negative is people wanting to open their businesses against the governor's order and uh, the group is not there because there's people in the group that want to support the governor and support what's going on in um, regards to covid 19 and the rules that were set in place and some business owners which is understandable didn't they don't want it they want to just open up and, right and that's not the purpose of the group it's just a platform for advertising not for causing an uprising and they were kind
1: of poking people yeah so
0: then that's one of the rules in the group so I've had to and some people have been great they've private messaged me and I've had to tell them no um we're unable to do that and they've been respectful of that so but for the most part everyone's been really respectful in the group and there hasn't been any any big issues at all
1: yeah that's good I think that we're all looking to get to be a little less political I get it we all have our opinions and especially as business owners um we've had to make adaptions that sometimes don't really make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Nevertheless, it's it, it is what we have to do under the circumstances that we're yeah. in. We're all just trying to do the best that we can. Yeah. So I appreciate you kind of keeping this in a positive light.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and and for our gym it was kind of difficult because you know, gyms were shut down. So it was kind of interesting for my Idaho falls location because physical therapy was still open and I was still able to see a couple of patients. For physical therapy but the gym side of things was completely closed to the public we had lots of people can we rent out equipment you know can can i sneak in here we we even had like one guy sneak in here and i was like come on man. <laughs> i know you want to be here but give us at least a couple months for us to reopen so yeah um and i, I don't think i've talked about apex fitness and performance much and i'll just mention yeah, apex ahead. fitness and performance um we that out in November, and that's mainly it's for East Idaho and, and Idaho Falls area to help out with uh, strength and performance, especially for sports and athletes. We want to make sure that we can do some good training for them. Um, Garrett Butikofer he does an excellent job with. I mean, you were seeing some of the weight he was lifting. Yeah, it was so, very a lot. Yeah, so he, he, <laughs> I don't
1: know how much it was a lot.
0: Yeah, he's extremely motivated to help train, and, and we've worked with multiple teams. One specifically was East Idaho's rugby team. So he worked with them for, I think, four months. They went to uh, Boise, and they just beat all the teams that they went up against because they were just in better shape. Yes. So we're hoping... That's to, rewarding. How yeah, fun. Yeah, it's cool. It's fun to see that. He went to Boise because he had to see his guys yeah. do well, and, and they're so they're going to come back, and it's going to be a great experience. So we're hoping to do that for more sports teams. There's, I don't think there's a lot of that in Idaho Falls. There's not a ton of specific like a facility that's kind of specific to sports training performance yeah performance training there's not really anything out there and it's mm-hmm. so nice to be able to have you know training as well as physical therapy too to help athletes get to where they need to be help make sure that they prevent them from having an injury and that they do have an injury that they uh that they can come back for physical therapy so
1: yeah it's good so you know you've kind of opened your businesses in Almost like the worst time you got yes, in yes, your business. Yep. So, have you, you know, what are you, are you okay? Are yeah. you being okay as you as this business owner? What's making you successful in So, business?
0: I think for me, it, I just am more of an optimistic person. So, I try not to get discouraged. I mean, I think every business owner probably had a little bit of a stress headache the first couple of weeks when things kind of got really shutting down, and and it was just completely understandable. So, for me, I just kind of like. Take it as, you know, there's nothing I can do about the situation at hand. I can't change any governor's laws. All I can do is what I can do specifically, like that group I created. So I was like, well, I can't go marketing very much because that's kind of, I don't think a lot of, like, doctor offices or, you know, schools or whatever would like us coming in there. So I was trying to think of other ways to do something. And so that's why I did that group during that during during that time so yeah just being optimistic and keep being busy and keep going at it and I just yeah try to try to be as busy and helpful as possible
1: do you think that's going to be the key to your success in the future
0: yeah yeah I do I notice that there's other business owners that do very well they are just people that are very helpful to the community to their clients they have great reviews online so that's been something I've been very um, that's been very important to me with my PIC PT physical therapy is we try to make sure that from the time that the person calls to the very last appointment they have that's all an excellent experience so and I know for um, like for Rexburg we have the most reviews out of all the businesses there so and we've only been we've been there the, only like it two years so.
1: That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I understand that. You know, our business model is very much focused around customer service. And then they go to bat for you. Those customers are very loyal and they love you. And and we have certainly been blessed and helped through the pandemic and being... We were an essential business, too. Yeah. But everybody locked themselves in their rooms and they are in their houses and they really weren't driving that much. So it was a scary time. But I'm telling you, we love our customers because they've taken care of us yeah
0: that having a good customer base is very important so. yeah it's like the Oswald family
1: it's that extended Oswald family yeah. yes you got it well through all of this as you you know have taken on all these challenges have you ever felt unsure about your decisions or had the feeling of doubt like I'm not sure I'm gonna be successful in this
0: um, I think everyone always has a little bit of uncertainty when something that's never happened before occurs and and a little bit of doubt and things so but no not really I just you're just like let's go yeah I just you know for me it's uh, yeah you just keep going and and Keep doing what I'm talking about. And it it doesn't do you any good to be discouraged and then to have doubt and stuff. I think it's good to have that a little bit to help motivate, but no, you just be optimistic and push forward and then things will all work out in the end and things are getting better. We're not out of the woods yet. So, but we'll just keep going and helping helping our community, and I think we'll all be in this together. So,
1: I think mindset is a big deal because we can, as business owners, really freak ourselves out. Yeah. You know, we've got mortgages and all of these other things that we yeah. have to take care of. Uh, I'm sure you have student loans or something yeah. that you have to pay. Um, so it is, yeah, we can't control many things. You just got to go forward.
0: You know, yeah, that's
1: so true. It's good advice. What keeps you motivated? Family. Why? Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, I just want to make sure that I'm taking care of my family and that they're happy. So um, I have four kids and they're the A-team, so they all have A-names. So it wasn't planned, it just happened. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so um, we have a so we four kids. Um, one was born in February, March, April, and May, and we're going okay. for all 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going for all twelve months. My wife. Yeah, always, is your wife on board yeah, with that? Yeah, she's one? always rolling her eyes behind me whenever I say that. It's, it's just, good though. Yeah. So no, I, yeah, I just you know want to make sure that I provide for my family as every local business owner does, and then you know on the on the physical therapy side of things, um, that's where a lot of my passion's at. I wanted to provide a create a company that is a little bit different from other companies. So in the PT world of things. Um, there's big businesses that basically it's you're always an employee it's hard to really have a majority ownership of your own clinic it's like you're under the umbrella of this company you're never gonna own it so the reason why I did pick PT is because I wanted physical therapists to pick PT so I wanted to make sure that anyone that wanted to start a business that they could have a big ownership in their business So because I don't I don't really care as much about that I want to be able to I mean obviously you have to be realistic on the business side of things and pay for everything that needs to be paid for and paid for a little bit extra to get so you can make that business bigger but you know the person that's there the practitioner that's there should be able to get they should reap most reap most of the ward they should get most of it because they've yeah. all their hard work. Yeah. So, and, and also you wanna make sure that you have longevity with those people. So like with Oswald, I mean, I, having that second location, you just wanna make sure that you have someone that's good there, that is motivated and that will have good longevity. I think that's how it is for every business
1: yeah. when they expand. So. Yeah, we're thankful that we do. So are you going to have, or maybe you already do, do you have other ancillary services as part of that? Do you have occupational therapy? And speech therapy?
0: No, I don't. So I just have occupational, or I just have physical therapy right now. I don't have OT or speech therapy at this time.
1: Are you thinking you will? I'm not. You're no. going to be
0: strictly physical therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of in the name uh-huh. for pick PT. It is so, kind of in the name. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to ever say never, but at this time, I don't have any interest in adding those services right now um i know for the gym here we were looking at possibly in the future hiring a trainer that's also a dietitian um, because that's a kind of an important component of uh, you know just being healthy being physical as dieting is a big portion of it or having a healthy diet so
1: yeah okay um, tell me do you have what advice do you have for anyone who's considering self-employment since you are hot in the middle of all of this
0: yeah so I would say right now is not the best time to do it <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the most important thing is make sure you research um, if you want to open up any type of business that you're familiar with with the market around that area um, if mainly making sure that you are ready to work extra hours it's not a nine-to-five job. It's, uh, you're working pretty much all the time and vacations are, you know, hard to come by and so you're, yeah, so just be ready for the long haul when you want to do a business. But I think, you know, if you have the mindset that you want to do it, give it your all. If you give it 100%, you know, don't worry about what other people are telling you. If you give it 100%, you'll succeed. So that's kind of what my thoughts are, and that's what I do, and, and I know that I'll succeed in the future.
1: So Yeah, it's good. I think it's good you have that confidence, too, because you'll just make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Cordell, it's been fun. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the listeners before I let go?
0: No. Thanks for having me on. It was fun.
1: It's been a blast. Thank you for being on the show today. You're certainly ambitious, and it's fun to see all that you're doing, so thank you for serving the business community too during this pandemic and bringing awareness to all of us that are just doing our best to provide goods and services during this very unprecedented time. So I look forward to see what you're going to do next and how these businesses are going to thrive in our area. Yeah, thank you. All right. As a reminder, this show is sponsored by Oswald Service and Repair with locations in Idaho Falls and Rexburg. We pride ourselves on customer service and providing you automotive repair with honesty and integrity. So come and see us And let our family take care of your family. Now stay tuned for the Business Leadership Moment. It's now time for a Business Leadership Moment on East Idaho Entrepreneur's Podcast. Hey, thanks for sticking around for the Business Leadership Moment. This segment is brought to you by RiseCon. RiseCon is an East Idaho business conference held every November. And it also has a sister event called RiseX, which is a monthly networking mastermind all sorts of great things event, please check it out. Go to risex.io or idahorisecon.com for more information. And I hope to see you there. Hey, today I had, um, I want to share with you an experience that I've had. I recently saw that one of my mentors has been named one of the 50 most influential clinical executives in 2020. And I just really it brought to my mind how important mentors are, and I wanted to tell you the story about this particular individual. For those of you who know me, you may think that I have always had this level of confidence, and I've been able to go out and do whatever I've set my mind to do. Um, but I absolutely was in no way this person when I started my career in nursing. I became began to I began nursing in 1990 and I was a fresh-faced graduate, and what was I, 21? um, Started. I had graduated from nursing school and started my career, and so I was pretty, well, not pretty. I was just flat-out insecure. I was scared to death. I honestly had not been a very good student in high school, and I always felt like I was just a big fraud, that um, it's another story for a, a different day, but I actually was not didn't ever get an acceptance letter to nursing school. It was um, by a series of fortunate things that happened that I was able to be in nursing school. And so, and my GPA in high school was 2.7. Anyway, I was kind of a disaster, guys. So it is a miracle. And it was a miracle to me that I was in nursing school. And I kind of always felt like I didn't belong. But I did well in nursing school and I graduated. I passed my test. I have my license and I started my nursing career and I had opportunities for some leadership. And I just always felt like I, I, you know, what am I doing? These people are idiots to put me in these roles, to be a charge nurse and to oversee patient care. Um, I was insecure and I was scared and I, I just wanted to please everyone. And nursing, sometimes can really promote those kind of behaviors because we're self-sacrificing and we're rescue fixers and savers and all those things that I've talked to you guys about before. So here I was, I had uh, had had a couple of years of experience under my belt, and I went to work for um, the home health agency part of the hospital at that time. Well, I had the opportunity. They changed some leadership there and I had the opportunity to work for Marianne Reese. So Marianne was over um, a different department. She agreed to take on home health and she saw in me something that I definitely did not see. I was an associate degree prepared nurse and she was like, Renee, get back to school, get your bachelor's degree. And I'm like, why, I don't wanna do that. I have no interest in doing that. She gave me opportunities to lead and to actually create new positions within um, Home Health, taking on special projects that we needed to have done. She really just gave me responsibilities that I thought were completely outside of the realm of something that I could do. And guess what? I stepped up and I accomplished those things. And she saw in me this something that I definitely didn't see in myself. So today when I, it was actually the other day, I saw that she had, um, placed as one of the 50 most influential clinical executives, it just really brought back to mind how formative she was for me in my career and how she helped to shape me. She's no longer in the East Idaho area. In fact, um, her facility is St. Francis, and it's in Missouri. I think that's Missouri. Um, So she has moved on. She's had several different leadership roles since she has been here but what a blessing she was in my life and it inspired me to think about who have i done that for have i actually been a a, an incredible mentor to anybody have i inspired them like she inspired me and it helped it made me think i needed to talk about this today on the podcast we all have an opportunity no matter what role we're in um to be that amazing mentor in somebody's life. And I'm looking around at all of the challenges that we're facing right now in our businesses, in our lives, in our world. And I think if we all just had somebody who showed a little bit of interest in us, saw something in us that we didn't see in ourselves, how much more powerful this world could be or how much more powerful people could be, and how improved this world could be, because people would see in themselves things that maybe they weren't seeing. So I want to inspire you all to think about, who are you mentoring? Who are you leading? Who are you inspiring to um, raise the bar for themselves and to try to reach that? Who who is it out there that you can have an influence in if you're not already doing it, and if you already are doing it, maybe put that little extra effort into growing someone to be the greatest that they can be. We all have untapped potential. I know that. Um, beyond, I, I know that for a certainty, that we all have this great unpa- untapped potential, and. We just need somebody to believe in us. So I wanted to honor Marianne, tell her thank you and congratulations on this award. Um, it's a big deal, uh, especially healthcare. It's um, an interesting time in the healthcare industry, and so to be named, especially this at this time, as one of the fifty most influential executives is a big deal. Um, not everybody can say that, and there's been a lot of. Um, a microscope has been put on healthcare executives as they have handled or not handled this COVID situation very well. So congratulations, Marianne. I'm proud of you. I'm proud to be associated with you. I'm honored to have been shaped by you. And, you know, when you have a mentor that has helped you succeed, you even if they're not here looking at you, you always wanna live up to the expectation that they have of you. And that's what Marianne has been for me all my life. When I've wanted to make a decision that maybe ha- has not been very ambitious and maybe a little lazy, I've thought, oh gosh, you know what would Marianne think? And so I hope you all can find someone like that in your life that helps push you to be a greater and stronger, more professional leader, um, business owner, person, um, and please reach out and be that for somebody else. It's super important, especially at this time. So go out there and be a great mentor. And we will see you back here next week for another great episode of East Idaho Entrepreneurs. Take care, and we'll see you then.